You're listening to More Than Talk, where each week we speak with faith-filled individuals who are influencing the world around them. As you hear their story, we know that you'll not only be inspired, but you'll be challenged to do more than just talk. Hi, I'm Rebecca Proud, and today I'm hosting Chelsea Vanderzag. Chelsea was born and raised in a beautiful coastal town in southeast Queensland. Her upbringing was happy and wholesome, and then at the age of 16, Chelsea's dad suddenly died of a heart attack. Two years later, Chelsea's mum was diagnosed with stage 4 cancer. The prognosis was terminal, and only five months later, she passed away. The grief and shock of this season was difficult for Chelsea to process. Hopelessness and bitterness started to creep in. But when Chelsea was 21, things shifted. She reconnected with God and went on a journey of healing. Looking at Chelsea today as a 30-year-old, she is whole, content and committed to living out her call. In this episode, we'll be chatting about the concept of brokenness to healing and dealing with our inner world. The reality is the only way we'll ever be able to reach our full potential and achieve all that we want to in life is if we first deal with the internal and the deeper issues under the surface. I know you'll be moved as you hear Chelsea's story. You may even shed a few tears, but it's a story of hope and resilience. Her wisdom and experience gives us the tools to be able to navigate the challenges and difficulties we face in life and how we can overcome them. So without further delay, please enjoy the podcast. Chelsea Vanderzag, welcome to the More Than Talk podcast. Hi, Beck. Thank you so much for having me. I just had to say your last name because I'm still getting used to you being Vanderzag. I think when we met, you were Chelsea Collins. <laughs> exactly. Well, you nailed it. I'm very impressed with your pronunciation. What is it? Is it Dutch? Yeah, my husband Chris is Dutch, so it's a bit of a mouthful. But um, a lot of people just call us the Vanders. Yeah, easy. All right, Chelsea Vanders. Well, before we begin, do you want to introduce yourself and share with us what life looks like at the moment? Yeah, so I'm Chelsea. I'm married to an amazing guy called Chris, who we just mentioned. Um, We recently bought our first home together, which is really exciting. So we've been Mm. very grateful to be in our new home, particularly over this season of ISO in 2020. So we're settling in here and I work in communications currently in the retail industry um, and yeah we're just navigating this year I guess and yeah. I'm focusing on all the all the good things in 2020 because there's um quite a lot of challenges but we're yeah we're very grateful for for where we are at the moment. Yeah amazing and you just got a new house didn't you? Yeah so we've been in here since the start of the year which was the most perfect timing really with mm. um with everything that's been going on so lots of time now to do all the jobs around the house and no no excuses totally well today we're going to focus on this theme of brokenness to healing and Chelsea I've known you for a number of years now and you have such a powerful story I honestly am so in awe of how you've responded to what you have been through and a lot of our community haven't heard your story and it is definitely a story that needs to be heard and so for the next few moments would you be able to unpack the journey that you've been on over the years yeah for sure Um, So a little bit about my story. I grew up in a beautiful little place called Coolum Beach on the Sunshine Coast. Um, My upbringing was really simple, but it was pretty amazing actually. Um, Very, very happy and very, very safe. So I just grew up with my mum and I at home and um, my dad was a good man, but I think through 
a lot of his own brokenness from his upbringing. He probably wasn't there for me in the way that I needed as a young person. Mm. Um, And sadly, he actually passed away when I was 16. So he died suddenly of a heart attack. Um, So that was a pretty heartbreaking time for me. Um, Obviously loved him so much. Um, And mum, she was an angel in my eyes. She's a very inspiring woman. Um, She had been through quite a lot herself, actually. As a young person, she fled um, Victoria when she was leaving an abusive relationship and Mm. sort of started a new life for herself in Queensland, which is why um, I ended up being born up there. Um, Mum sacrificed basically everything for me growing up. Like she really solely sort of devoted her life to raising me and giving me an incredible faith-filled upbringing. Um, We never really had a lot growing up, not a lot of money and different things like that. Mum was obviously carrying a lot, um, being a single mom and working and teaching me. um, Wow. Yeah, teaching me all about life. And so she, she was very inspiring. She sewed sewed a lot into the church even when we didn't have a lot and she yeah she really modeled those fruits of the spirit and just kind of yeah it was just a really solid amazing role model in my life and um in you know when I was 18 2008 mum was diagnosed with stage four cancer um so the doctors gave a, a prognosis of about one to two years to live which was such such a shock um and really came out of nowhere And unfortunately, five months after that diagnosis, mum passed away. So it was quite a quick um, battle with cancer. And then, Mm. yeah, that was basically like a turning point in my life where everything was sort of thrown up in the air and everything that I'd kind of um, thought my life would look like, it just all changed overnight. So that was a really painful season. Like I think that that experience of losing a loved one and, and sort of having both my parents pass away so close together was just very surreal, very painful. Um, and just and you're an only child as well. Yeah, I am. So yeah. I think there was, you know, a lot of beautiful family and friends in my life, but I did also feel quite alone in that season um, because mum and I were like best friends and so close. Mm. It was just, um, yeah, a very kind of shaky rattling experience especially in my faith as a young person so yeah I was um I did really get sort of this strength and I think definitely God helped me to to survive that season with a bit of the resilience and determination that was not of my myself and yeah I kind of threw myself into things like work and and I ended up um being very fortunate to sort of land in a job that I really loved and ended up moving to Melbourne and found myself working in sport and working myself, working my way up in that industry and working Mm. my way into media and comms. And sort of, I think I really distracted myself for quite a few years by just trying to Mm. continue to move forward and and almost like distract myself from falling apart um, as much as I could. Although I did fall apart quite a lot, but it was, you know, in those quiet moments on my own. But I was, yeah, just sort of getting by by doing everything that I could to to maybe not feel how much pain I was actually in for quite a few years. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much for giving us insight into your story, Chelsea. And 
You know, even speaking of grief, we don't often talk about grief. Was there a specific moment in your journey where you became aware of your grief or the brokenness and just said, you know, enough is enough. I need to pursue healing. Yeah, for sure. I think, as I mentioned, for, you know, sort of those first few years really processing um, the grief and the loss, I was distracting myself was that coping mechanism of of trying to throw myself into work or just keeping busy or um you know relationships and trying to sort of fill the void um and not feel the pain through keeping busy and different things like that but I just I think I was about 21 when I really the rubber sort of hit the road and I just knew that I didn't I, I wasn't whole within myself and I wasn't feeling that um that contentment and the fullness of God that what I wanted to be living in. So I, yeah, I really made that decision to, to come back to God and to not live that sort of lukewarm Christian life that can be very easy to kind of, you know, tread that fine line between being in and of the world and um, just not, I just wasn't, I wasn't whole and I wasn't fulfilled. And I definitely knew that I'd been kind of covering up my brokenness by doing everything that I could to fill those gaps. And yeah, it's really um, just gave my life back to God in a real way and and allowed myself to let those walls down um, and actually leave, you know, that brokenness, that that raw feeling um, to be something that God could carry. And yeah, it had to be Mm -hmm. my own decision. Like, you know, God never left me. Like he never leaves us nor forsakes us, but I had certainly distanced myself from God through the hurt, I think. And um, I think it, it can be easy for us to pull away and almost retreat as, you know, like we can push our loved ones away sometimes when we're hurting. I think that's sort of what I had been doing with God for a few years. Um, so making that decision to really mm. come back and humble myself and, and allow God to actually work in my life again was, yeah, was a real turning point for sure. Yeah, and look at you now. You're so healthy and you're so whole. Um, And you just touched on this a little bit, but if we could just go somewhat deeper. So what did healing look like for you? Obviously, healing is such a broad term, but where did you start? What did it practically look like for you? Yeah, well, I think think when you're feeling... The pain and and the and the loss of of losing someone or going through a traumatic life event, I think we can always really want this quick fix and something mm. to just really shift instantaneously or for God to completely take the hurt away. But for me, that that healing was a process and it was definitely a journey. Like it wasn't something that was um, an instant healing. It was the gradual work with God and those gritty moments of you know, sitting on my bed, journaling and crying or crying out to God and actually telling him how I was feeling and not hiding the grief or the hurt or the pain that I was going through. But there were those, yeah, the ugly cries and the moments with God where he was just able to, I just, just really restore my heart and um, the way that I was feeling, laying down those disappointments, I think, and unanswered prayer. We all Unfortunately, we're all going to go through really significant loss in our life and disappointments. And I think I just went through it a little bit earlier than some people might do. But, you know, God really hears our prayers. He hears the cries of our heart. He He, he hurts with us and he knows how we're feeling. So for me, yeah, it was definitely those, those moments of just continually laying it before God and 
um, and not hiding it away anymore and suppressing how I was really going um, and just holding on to scripture. There's so, so much in the Bible for us to, you know, to get stuck into and to meditate on the word of God when we're in those really, really hard moments of life. And I think of, you know, Romans 8, 28, that God works all things together for good. And Jeremiah 29, 11 has sort of been um, a life scripture for me that my mum spoke over our lives about, you know, God's plan for a hope and a future for us. And just remembering those things when I couldn't bring myself to feel it or to, um, if I couldn't, believe it in the moment for myself just remembering that God speaks that over our lives and yeah definitely just continuing to come back to the word of God and the safe place of prayer and yeah having those quiet moments um was was a real significant shift for me over time Mm. over time as I continued to to walk that journey and to step it out and um and then there's more practical things which I think we'll probably touch on as well but those were some of the helpful things. And I just love what you said about healing is a journey because, as you know, I lost my dad a number of years ago mm. to cancer. And I think before then I thought that healing was almost like this one-time encounter and this yeah. one moment. And for some it is, but I definitely learned as well it is a process and it's this process of continually bringing our grief back to God and mm. having him fill us with his presence and take the load off us. And Chelsea, I wanted to ask you this. Uh, In our culture and society, we often wear masks and not just COVID masks. I'm Mm. talking about emotional masks. And similar to what you mentioned earlier, we can just dive straight into work or into relationships. And although that can be good, for some of us, we tend to focus so much on the external and what's going on that we neglect our inner world and we neglect to address these deeper issues. Why do you think that is? Oh, it's so true. It's definitely, uh, it's it's such a society issue that we, we want to put our, our Instagram life forward and we want to look like we have everything mm-hmm. together and everything is perfect. And, um, and things like grief and trauma and loss, they're really, really challenging things to talk about and really challenging things to, to process because they're painful. And I think even as Christians, you know, we, we can't, always answer the questions about the why or or why these really challenging things happen in our life that's just unfortunately the nature of of this this life on earth and what we're going to experience and um so i think it can be very painful and um it's sometimes easier to pursue other things and to and to fill our our life and our time with just succeeding or or you know putting on this brave face and um, but I always find that it really catches up with you, you know, like you can fill and distract and, um, and fill your life with a lot of great things. But if you haven't dealt with hurt or pain or things from your past, they always catch up with you and they always find a way of manifesting in one, one way or another in your life. So I think um, that's definitely what I experienced. Like I probably for a long time looked like I was doing really well, but I think in my own quiet moments I wasn't I wasn't joyful and I and I wasn't experiencing the fullness of God because I hadn't dealt with that that hurt and Mm. yes I think without Jesus I don't know how you can process some of the traumatic experiences in life but with God it's it's really he has 
so much for us. He has so much healing for us and so much um, totally so much good on our on our journey and you know he's a god of restoration and and I can definitely attest to that um that he really wants to yeah to to bring all things together for good and um and it, yeah but it it is I think grief and loss and and they're really hard things to to sometimes talk about and yeah. and we can we can kind of I probably grew up in a family that didn't always talk about it um you know mm-hmm. even grandparents and different people um generationally probably just didn't talk about those hard things because it was too sad or um but I think we're probably getting better at bringing those things into the light and to to help to bring more understanding and um because we're all going to go through it and it does help if we can actually bring it out in the open and and move move past as well yeah and why do you think it's so important that we pursue healing yeah, I think I, I mentioned it a couple of times, but for me, it's really to experience the fullness that God has for our lives. And mm-hmm. I think if we if we don't heal from some of our, um, you know, emotional hurt and loss and things that we've experienced, you can sort of be carrying a real heavy heart and carrying a burden that God wants to carry for us. And he, you know, his yoke is easy and burden is light. He wants us to experience the joy that we can in this life and, and living life to the full and being healthy and whole to then be able to help others and to actually be yeah. um, be the person that we're called to be and and not be tied, tied to our past. And that's not to say that we won't still experience the hurt and the sadness at times because we'll always miss people in our life or if you've been through a significant life event or trauma there will still be moments of of grieving that and and it's not to say that you can't but it's just yeah you can be the best version of yourself if you have healed and found wholeness and and experienced that restoration that God has for us and I think that's definitely that journey and that and that ongoing work that I've been doing in in my heart and with God. Yeah, I love what you said about being the best version of ourselves as well. And I know you've mentioned even to me before that if we don't pursue healing, often it can just hold us back. Mm -hmm. And this is why I wanted us to talk about this on our podcast, because, you know, our heart is to inspire and challenge people to action and see them step into the call of God on their life. But unless we deal with those inner issues, we'll never Mm -hmm. be able to be the best version of ourselves. We'll never be able to step into the full potential that God has called us to and Chelsea I can imagine that there are some people listening right now that are currently struggling with grief and hurt and they might not have been through what you've been through but they could be dealing with internal issues whether that's Mm. anxiety or depression even feeling inadequate what would your advice be to those that are experiencing this yeah I think firstly to be kind to yourself um, and not to be too hard on yourself for what you might be feeling or experiencing no matter what it's a result of or whatever it is um, but to seek some help and to and to find what it is that might be the root cause of what you're going through or what you're experiencing and, and tune into that um, because there is there is healing and wholeness that's available to all of us and for me, my faith and, you know, my love for Jesus is the only thing that has got me through my personal experiences and um, built the resilience and strength I've needed. And 
I, yeah, I don't think I could have gone through what I have and, and been able to be the healthy, whole and happy person that I am today. Um, and, and if you're supporting a friend or a family member who might be going through something as well, just, I think, just to remember Romans 12, 15, and that's rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. And, you know, we, we don't need to have the answers for everything. And, and sometimes it's just to be that support to people, um, and to, you know, have a cry with them or just to let them know that you're thinking of them. And, um, you know, it's not, it's not always a simple, um, it's not always a simple thing. There can be such complex issues that people are experiencing, but just to know that it's okay to feel those things and that there is, there is help and there is ways to find healing and to get through those really challenging things. Yeah, and you've already shared so much on healing and practical ways that we can go about it, but do you have any last or final tips on healing and what would you say to some of us? Mm, definitely seek out a counsellor is such an important tip from me i think um you know there's there's so much we can get out of prayer and out of um all of those times on our own but to seek the help of a professional is so yeah. is, is so transformative and, and really really healthy so speaking to someone who you feel comfortable with and um i think that can make a world of difference i've been through prayer ministry prayer ministry before and seeking the holy spirit in those in those moments can be really really um significant and can also break down any um, misconceptions that you might have in your mind or your heart about how God sees you or how you know why those experiences happened or whatever it might be it can just be a really really powerful thing and obviously the word of God um, is just a life source and and especially when you might not be feeling strength um, in your own life with your faith just to be continuing to speak and meditate those powerful words over you and encouraging scriptures and um, yeah, that's just, they're the things that I think will, will definitely change your life. Amazing, Chelsea, and thank you so much for being so vulnerable today and sharing your story. It is so powerful, and I know that it will impact so many people and there is definitely a book in you and I will be the first one when it is published to be at the front of that line getting a signed copy I just think your story is powerful and I know that it can speak to so many people they don't even have had to go through losing loved ones as such but whatever our internal struggles are just the lessons and the revelations that you've received through this journey of healing are so practical and can help us so much so we love you and thank you for sharing your insight into healing and we're grateful for your time today thank you so much Beck. really really great to chat to you thank you for listening to another episode of more than talk if you know of anyone that's making a difference in their world, we would love to have them on the podcast. So please message us via Instagram at morethantalk underscore podcast. We also would love for you to join our community. So follow us, subscribe, leave a review and share this podcast around as we believe these stories will not only inspire, but challenge us to do more than just talk.